hello everyone. Welcome back to Mapping the Tropes. My name is Paola. My name is Marianne. And I'm Adriana. And today we have a very special guest. Cam, please introduce yourself. Hey there, I'm Cam. Hello, oh. Cam. Hello. <laughs> we, we, we basically talked so much about Cam. Uh, and we do past episodes were like cam recommended this and thanks to cam i read oh this my one God. i yes. need to listen to all this in a binge do you know what i'm gonna listen to all this mientras juego animal crossing i'm gonna have a good time i love it yes. play discussing with tom nook your your bank loan while also hearing kinky romances <laughs> it's the best i mean that's usually what i do I listen to kinky romance but like play animal crossing <laughs> that is the dream of course <laughs> it's 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 fun it's the unemployed life <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know be like we gotta sometimes. do what we gotta do you'll be like that sometimes <laughs> exactly and today we are going to talk about holiday romances um so holiday romances are pretty self-explanatory because i know we sometimes do the intro um, explaining what the trope or thing that we're going to talk about is but you know it's just a romance that takes place during the holidays I love the holidays I love holiday romances I am a hallmark ho I am very sorry uh, that is like one of my personality traits I am a monster I am the opposite I, I <laughs> eat I eat hallmark movies literally like That's all I look forward to during this holiday season. My mom and I, we just sit in the sofa and try to binge watch all the Hallmark movies that they give during those My weekends. My grandma loves them. That's for sure. My grandma does like them. <laughs> I think I that do was, not. <laughs> I think because since I was a kid, we've been doing it. So I guess it's more like now mm. a tradition, mm -hmm. basically. And it's, there's That's something the comforting. There's It's something the comforting about watching a trashy movie because they are trash. I admit it. They're trash. But it's, <laughs> a, it's comforting to just know that at the end of the day, there's a happily ever after, you know? Yeah. And, and and especially when you when it's the same formula, you're like, okay, I know this is gonna happen right now, and I know this is gonna happen after, but that's okay. You know, I, I'm I have anxiety. I like when I know what's gonna happen <laughs> i mean that's why we love romance that's <laughs> true it's true exactly. i don't like holiday romances though i don't know why i think i think it's because i don't well i now know how american holidays are but there's a lot of books that only center like u.s holidays mm -hmm. and they're so mm -hmm. boring i i find them i find them <laughs> i find u.s Christmas really boring and oh, then yeah. after experiencing it even more yeah and like compared to Puerto Rican holidays it's honestly kind of grim including the food <laughs> and the music and everything so I, I I always avoided them but indie authors have been like writing they're they just been saving my whole reading life so I have found some good ones that are just crazy enough for me to be interested in. Like, <laughs> have you noticed the amount of Krampus Christmas shorts that are going to come out this Christmas? Like, oh, Krampus. Yeah. I'm honestly like, too afraid to even ask, I, what is Krampus? I don't, I don't it's, know. It, he's like the, the, like, like the, the anti-Santa. He's, uh -huh. he's actually an old god of like, like a pagan god that um, is actually what Christmas is inspired by, like the actual holiday, the pagan one. And he's a, he's basically a fey creature that abducts children oh. during Christmas. Yeah, But, it's like German, yeah. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes, exactly. Nothing says the holidays like being abducted by a demon. He's basically like a fey demon thing that abducts children, and you know what indie authors are doing it? They're gonna, they're gonna fuck it. They're, they're, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna have sex with it because that's what we do. Well, I love that. Now I want to read it. Yeah, I know. There's two. Katie Robert is releasing one, and 
C.M. Nacosta, the um, author of Morning Glory Milking Farm and <laughs> Girls Weekend. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? I laugh, but those books are really, 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 really well written. I love her writing. She is phenomenal. It's crazy concepts, but her writing is <laughs> that you you can get through it. Yeah, so Morning Glory Milking Farm is about the Minotaurs. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, good to know. That's exciting. Nice. I picked a pretty, I would say <laughs> tame one in terms of stuff. Like it's it's not American, but it's still Western. It's um Mary Inkmas by Talia Hibbert. And it's British because Talia also is Hibbert. Oh no. What? <laughs> Talia is also very separate. <laughs> yes, she is. <laughs> but, let, but, let's go again. Sorry. <laughs> Talia is British. What a surprise. We are recommending another Talia book. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, excellent. Sorry. <laughs> Once again, just mark it off your bingo board for mapping the tropes, listeners. You know, there's always, we'll always mention Talia somewhere. As you should, exactly, as you should. <laughs> and she's just really cute. She's <laughs> just so cute. Yeah. Definitely. I love seeing her on TikTok. I'm just like, wow, you write some of my favorite things ever. Thank you. Yes. So anyway, uh, Mary Inkmas is about Cash Evans, who is, the, like, like, he has lived a very intense life so to speak um and he is a tattoo artist he has his own tattoo parlor and this woman who just lost her job as a barista her name is bailey uh, she needs a new job and she meets um cash on her last day uh, on the job and so that's how she gets like the the connection to the tattoo parlor and she is she becomes like the receptionist and it is it's a very good book it's not that I mean yeah no it's not that steamy or smutty um mm -hmm. but I but I really enjoy and I really enjoy the the relationship that develops between them and I there's also a trigger warning for mentions of just domestic abuse homelessness and intrusive thoughts um so you know take care of yourself if you decide to read this one um but i highly highly recommend it it's like a, a small town romance and it's between a tattoo artist with lots of tattoos very sexy very hot and uh bailey who is also a very um nice uh citizen i guess because <laughs> she is <laughs> sorry because that's like why she gets fired because she's trying to help out uh, a homeless man and the owner of the coffee shop he's not having it and that's why oh my god i, I did read I this one now that you mm -hmm. mention it yeah. <laughs> i remember now it's it's kind of like a a, a good girl with bad boy kind of trope mm -hmm. yeah yeah oh, i like that yeah okay i love that trope. but of course it's a talia book so the bad boy actually is a softy exactly. perfect yeah even better, even better. Yeah. I, I love mean, all talia's books. you know that you know the that meme that goes around sometimes on the internet that's like this is a male character written by the female gaze like all uh -huh. of all of Every talia's books all of their the their heroes are always like like that the just the the female gaze the the, so the soft beta <laughs> not at all There's... toxic gaze yes and i think it's not too steam I, if i don't remember it's not too steamy but what there is is very hot it's always very hot yeah it's very Dalia like there's it, a lot of tension yes yeah. yes there's a lot of tension and i i i just love it because It, it it hits that sweet, sweet spot with me that it's like, oh, can they make out already? 
because you just feel the tension and then when they actually make out it's just like oh finally thank god mm-hmm. i love that honestly if anyone would write a really really good holiday romance it's talia yes yeah and uh it's not really about the the holidays because it's more about the relationships yeah as as i mentioned no it's not uh, there there is a lot of like family drama because the guy like doesn't really want to go meet bailey's family i think it was right paola yeah 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 there's like he doesn't first of all he doesn't want a relationship period but he's also like oh should we do this like should we actually like be serious about this or something yeah yeah he's pretending he doesn't want anything yeah (laughs) yeah exactly but also never leaving her alone it's like he 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 doesn't want to go back to like a family setting to Mm -hmm. just because it, it upsets him a lot uh it triggers a lot of things for him um so he's like I don't want to really go to your family and he ends up going there's a lot a lot of angst and drama that happens anyway um but it's still cute yeah (laughs) you have me a tattoo artist so I'm probably gonna I'm definitely gonna read (laughs) I think that was I, I think that was my first Talia book Ooh, mine was damaged goods. Mine too, cause yeah. cause you told Ooh. me to read it actually. <laughs> Which one? Damaged goods. You told me. Oh you yes, did. I yeah. did. It was good, wasn't it? <laughs> so good. Another <laughs> tro- another trope. Another trope that I do not enjoy, but Talia did really, really good, which is like the pregnancy one. The pregnancy yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like pregnancy tropes. And I cried reading this book. That's, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's also something that I really love about Talia's books. I just love that you have to keep reading. And also, like, if you are into like people who don't really like each other or people who like each other, but want to stay like far away from each other because they're scared of the feelings and there's tension and it's good just read this one and all of Talia's books yes as always read all of Talia's books for you (laughs) the general consensus is read all of Talia's books if you want something good to read well now that we discussed Mary Inkmas, what about Cam, our guest of honor? Why don't you talk about <laughs> your, the book you want to talk about today? I gotta laugh. I'm sorry. Um, um, today I'm gonna be laughing. Today I'm going to be talking about Ice Planet Holiday by Ruby Dixon. Um, if you have heard about the alien romances going around, this is definitely. This is book five of that series. It's called The Ice Planet Barbarians. Um, And it technically does take place during the holidays, but they have no way of knowing what time of year it is because they're (laughs) literally stranded in a remote planet in space, in an ice planet in space. Wait, but are these humans? Yes, uh, at least half of them are. Oh, so the guys are aliens and there are women aliens too. But so if you haven't read the series yet for, for the holiday novella, you do need to read the entire series. They're all in order. It has a plot. Oh, it has a very, very Look long expanding that. plot. Yes. And apparently all of her books in her universes are all connected. So she has more alien romances besides the Ice Planet Barbarians. Ruby Dixon, her <laughs> her mind. And um, so it's book five in the Ice Planet Barbarians. And to give a little context, um, this series is based on a group of human women who got abducted from Earth, like, randomly. And in the first book, you uh, meet the main character of the first book is kind of like the leader for the whole series her name's Georgie and in this book she's far along in her pregnancy 
her alien pregnancy because she's pregnant from an alien. Of course. And this is like important because the whole premise of the book is that these this group of women get abducted from Earth and then they are basically getting human trafficked around the universe. And they stage a rebellion and the plane crashes in this ice planet in the middle of nowhere. But it has the atmosphere, it it surprisingly has the atmosphere that they need to breathe. Mm -hmm. But it is also an ice tundra, like it's uninhabitable apparently. I would die. I would die. (laughs) Yeah, it's um, lots of trigger warnings for the first book. It starts off with a really heavy rape scene because the aliens are literally human traffickers and the women are it's it no not the barbarians not the blue aliens no they are being human trafficked by other aliens (laughs) the there are different species of aliens which at first i was just like this is just a cop-out but no there's so many species of aliens in the series that you do get to meet but in they get abducted by these aliens and then they fall in a planet where there are other aliens. Those are the blue ones, the rom- the the rom- the the romantic interest ones. Oh, and good. yes, <laughs> it's so complicated. But across the books, um, you basically go through the love story of each of the characters, each of the girls. Um, they are rescued by the blue aliens. The the oh. Sakui. That's their name. The Sakui. And they are these three-fingered, seven-foot-tall blue aliens with tails and ridged, <laughs> ridged, ridged everywhere for your pleasure. <laughs> and they're actually really, really, it's actually, it's very romantic. The romance itself is very sweet, and at least in the first book, um, because there's the soulmate aspect. It also has soulmates in a way, but it's a paras. It's so complicated because it's not soulmates. They're literally inhabited by a parasite that has intelligent <laughs> life. Wow. <laughs> that I mean, resonates. So it's so <laughs> fun to see them fighting for their life here. <laughs> yeah, just trying to explain. <laughs> there's so much going on. There's so much going on. So we got we got humans that ended up stranded in space. And now they are left to survive in this ice, like think Antarctica, like it's really hard for them to survive on their own. And they're found by these nomadic blue aliens with big dicks and even bigger hearts. (laughs) 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 And yeah, they take it upon themselves to take in these women. And in each of the books we get, um, one different human and a different alien couple, basically. And in number five, like book number five, Ice Planet Holiday, it's um, we, we get back to Georgie, who is the main character in the first one, and she's already pregnant at this time. And the thing with the pregnancies is that since they're aliens, it could last from a year to three years of pregnancy. And she's been pregnant for like two years. Oh my god. She is not she's going through it. So uh, another trigger warning that deals with really really a really intense pregnancy. Uh, she is not Ooh. having a good time. Um there's a point <laughs> that they think she's literally going to die. Like she's not going to survive the pregnancy. And then there's also two other love stories going on side by side with two other humans that haven't been introduced yet. Georgie's the one that we already know from the other books, but two of the other ones are introduced. Um, Cam, forgive me, but when you said that about the pregnancy, all I thought was about the Twilight baby. And- oh my <laughs> no! Reverse, reverse Bella Swan, reverse Bella Swan. <laughs> Listen, it is that kind of crack factor. Like that's the kind of book I'm like this is this book is so crazy. This entire series is really crazy. It's written well ish. It has it, it gets kind of repetitive at times because um how there how many how how many different scenarios can you put out with aliens and stranded women? But it yes. does have a plot line. So we are seeing from their survival 
moment from mm-hmm. when they were stranded in space and living in a in a in a deserted spaceship like it, it was not they were not doing great they were about to die and from that to now celebrating the holidays alongside an alien race <laughs> Yeah. While having their babies and um, just forming (laughs) different societies. This is exactly the type of plot that Hallmark needs. Exactly. I think it would be a nice It's missing. It's missing from the canon. I'm gonna I'm gonna explain how the holidays play into this. So um all the human the the one of the things I really like about the books is that the human girls, like the women, do have a really good friendship with all of like every single one of them they they're here to protect each other they went through a really rough time together they are the only ones who understand each other right now they have no way of getting home um and they're slowly some of them are slowly falling in love with 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 these aliens not slowly because it's very insta lovey because of the soulmate thing oh (laughs) yes but point is is that just to know it's so much fun it's so much fun. I read the first three books in like two days. They're so much fun. They're really easy to read. They're intense, but easy to read. And they're really good friends. Um, and they're like doing laundry, I believe, in the first scene. And they start talking about things they miss from Earth. And the first thing that comes up is the holidays and how they miss having a day to celebrate. And after all the suffering that they've gone through <laughs> and all the crazy stuff that's happened to them, like some of them have actually died um they've been hunted by other aliens yeah but it's things a lot are, of trauma a lot of trauma yeah. but things are settling down because they finally have a place to stay they have steady food they have shelter they're falling in love and now it's like well we have a life now what do we do and they decide to celebrate the holidays but they have to explain what <laughs> holidays are to this to the sakui because they have no idea what holidays are there are nomadic pretty primitive like based people they 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 there's a theory that the books are kind of like as if the ice age was happening but in another planet so that's yes exactly like that so they live in caves and all this stuff but they're highly advanced they have their own holidays they have like um rules and stuff but they don't have Sorry, they don't have holidays, but <laughs> <laughs> they have like rituals and things that they do, mm-hmm. um, but not the holidays. And Georgie goes on to explain that she wants to celebrate the holidays because her pregnancy is literally driving her insane. And it's the only thing that'll make her happy. And her partner happens to be the captain, um, the chief of the, the the aliens. And that's 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 basically the premise for it. There's so much going on in it, though, that it's really hard to explain. Is it like a long book or a a novella? It's a novella, but she writes really fast. She does not take her time. So if you read her books, it's all fast. It's not like you are waiting 100 pages for things to happen. Like the first book and the second chapter, you're already in space. I love it. I think you were already in the ship during the first one. Like Ooh. it starts off with her waking up in the ship. You don't really get to know a lot about their past lives. You just they're suddenly there. They're 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 all getting abducted. And I believe that all the girls were abducted at different times. So they all have been in the ship for different times. So some of them are more traumatized than others. Oh my god, I forgot to say. So <laughs> there are three love stories going on side by side. Georgie's, which is already kind of like at the epilogue of hers because she's pregnant and already about like at the end of her end of her love story but it's still gonna keep going which is also what i like about the series i saw her and her love interest get together and now i'm literally seeing them five books after doing their thing it honestly is a lot and i get why there are 23 books now of this series because there's 23 of them 23. I'm on book six. Yeah. Now. What yeah. I what I want to know though, because basically what, what the author is is doing with this book is expanding the lore and world building of of her uh 
story. Um, but what I want to know is, our holidays, or at least our idea of holidays, are based on religion or mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. a basis of religion. Um, how did the author actually go through that? Did, did Ruby Dixon stick to like Judeo, like Christian? There's actually conversations about that. It's okay. a combination of a lot of different holidays because they all come from different backgrounds. Like, I believe one of the girls is Jewish. There's one of them that's, um, I think, is it Tracy? She celebrates um, Kwanzaa, and some of them are like Judeo Christian, like Christian holidays. Um, and the way it's, they kind of think about how they can bring all of these together. And so they call it, officially it's called like landing like it's like a landing day thing Mm. but they actually crashed there Mm. (laughs) um but the ongoing joke in the book is that when georgie brings it up to the chief she doesn't really explain it very well because she doesn't know how to explain holidays to someone who doesn't have like any religious background Mm -hmm. and she just brings up random things that reminds her of holidays and she brings up mistletoe which is the first thing that comes to her mind but she also has to explain to him that it's Mm. technically poison but it's not poison like mistletoe (laughs) itself and it sticks and the holiday is officially called no poison day (laughs) (laughs) because they keep it that in and during the holiday like the guys were trying to court the other girls like bring them different fruit that they find around like the 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 planet and just throw it in their laps because georgie told them that if you kiss if you fall under a mistletoe you you get a kiss but they have no idea what that means so they just bring them (laughs) random stuff and it's cute they're they're all like aliens not attached to like humanity or whatnot um are they like because you said things about uh soulmates but are they Mm. all like heterosexual or or monogamous or stuff like that um so i believe that there are uh, polyamorous couples in the in the future books i have not read them yet and i know they're not poly i know they're not um just heterosexual because a lot of the soulmate aspect is biological. So basically to live in this planet, you need to um, ingest a parasite that you get from killing this giant monster. Cool. They hunt it down and that parasite, they, they think it's a sacred being. The humans recognize that it's like a literal parasite and they find out it's also a parasite because <laughs> there's an alien ship there. I'm not sorry, theirs. I'm just going <laughs> face. Like, what the heck is this? There's just so much. There's just so yeah, much. I'm fighting for their life. Here. I'm so I'm sorry. Okay. This is bringing me flashbacks of Cam and our other friend uh, trying to explain the plot of like early 2000s or mid 2000s YA books. This is bringing me flashbacks of that, of the, these conversations. That's why I'm sort of like, if you miss that feeling, these books will give you the exact same <laughs> feeling because you're just like, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Well, they, so, yeah, there's a parasite that they have to cut. They basically do a, a ceremony where they cut into the back of their necks and they, inje- they inject the parasite in you. And that parasite lets you coexist with the environment and keeps you alive because the air Ooh. around you is actually poison. Like, it's, mm. not, it's not safe to breathe as, as they thought. They're getting sicker and sicker as if they don't put in that it's called the kui the kui so it's so the tribe is called the sakui so the kui is the parasite they're coexisting the with that parasite which they view as a sacred being so they do have a certain amount of religion um yeah and so the in all of these books the kui lives in you and it vibrates and um activates stuff in your brain when you meet the your mate 
basically. It's that oh, main okay. thing. But it also it doesn't necessarily involve your feelings. Cause there is there are dynamics in the books where there are faded they're like mates, which are not faded, they're just biologically inclined towards each other, where they don't love each other and they sleep around. And there are people, especially Ooh. like even homosexual couples, that they do resonate with 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 females like um, mm -hmm. I think human women and also the alien women, which there aren't a lot of. There's like 20 bachelors. <laughs> That's another thing. And they um, all have books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they were. Um, so remember when I said it's the Ice Age? There's a lot of dangerous <laughs> stuff going around and they're getting wiped out. That's basically what's happening. They like there was this giant accident. There was an accident that happened and half of them got wiped out and suddenly there's a batch of fertile, like fertile women <laughs> that like, crash lands in their planet. <laughs> and yeah, the cooey vibrates and that's how you know, like it just and then you are biologically inclined to have sex with each other. That's interesting. Yeah. But again, I mean, the, you the author, I mean this could not yeah. have come out of my brain definitely <laughs> so props i like to them how she changes it through very, each book though yeah for making something so dynamically and cohesive and stuff like honestly like i admire it it's a really interesting concept. yeah yeah i love that it has a plot like throughout the the series and the that you have to read read it in order in order to to get it that sounds yeah. uh, fun. I think they all have several children throughout novel. the series too. Like they've been pregnant. There, this is the first pregnancy, the first round of pregnancies. I'm pretty sure there's gonna be more. <laughs> it's like a big thing in the series, which I t normally am not into. But it's so crazy. I I can't <laughs> stop. I can't stop reading them. They're so crazy. It's fun. As I'm yeah. sorry. It's, I'm sorry, I've talked it so sounds much. like a it sounds like a cool series, not gonna lie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's so much that goes on. I think the um, end of the book, she just has the baby. Georgie does give birth. And she died after two years. <laughs> it's a girl. She has a baby girl. Is she blue? Is my question. She's a uh, mix. Blue, so she's kind of blue. <laughs> they're, they're half human, half Sakui. So this is the third baby born in the books because two, everyone's pregnant right now. <laughs> Literally, almost all of them are pregnant. They actually had to separate the the single, the singles and the couples because they were running out of cave space. There's a whole book where they talk about that. Adriana. <laughs> I feel like you would enjoy these because there's just so much lore that you do not need, but you will get. Honestly, no I feel matter like what. after we finish this episode, I want to like read a few chapters just to like, yeah, because I'm, I'm so interested. I'm really interested. Yeah. yeah, it sounds super intriguing. It's crazy. Yeah. The sex is crazy too. Do you want to say something else about the book? Um, I think that's it. I think I think that's it. Just go, if you are going to start it, just go in with a warning because it does not pull punches. It just goes into and, the nitty and an open mind. Oh, yeah, okay. and a really <laughs> open mind. Really open mind. There's gonna be a lot of smut, like lots of smut. There's a lot of smut. It's good smut too. It's just a lot. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you have to have. A bit of an open mind, I, I should say. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to to continue on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it because the the rest of the books that we've talked about today are kind of like wild, and then there's me like traditional, very sweet <laughs> movie. Like it's in oh. line with the hallmark. Oh, yes. yeah, yes. exactly. That you have yes. going on. Exactly. So my book is called A Princess for Christmas by Jenny Holiday. And I did talk about Jenny Holiday in another episode. I think it was the Small Towns episode. And in that book, it was much more toned down than this one. 
Um, because, well, okay, let me start from the beginning. This one features like a royalty romance because uh, the protagonist called Marie, she is the, she's a princess, but she's like next ruler of this country called Eldovia, which is like a, I would say like a French, a German type of European made up country. And it's kind of funny <laughs> because the other protagonist, the hero, his name is Leo Ricci. He always makes fun of the name. He says, like, that sounds like a fake Hallmark name for a country. And, like, they, they're always name dropping Hallmark and being like, okay, so this is, like, a Hallmark villain. Uh, this is, like, a Hallmark movie, whatever. It's, it's always, like, making fun of Hallmark, which I like because I like a lot of Hallmark things. So it was funny to have these little name drops in the series. So when we first see Marie, she's like girl bossing it out in a conference for the United Nations in New York. And Leo is a taxi driver. So uh, she needs to get somewhere really quickly. And so she comes out of the hotel in her big poofy dress. And Leo is coincidentally outside of the hotel. And she's like, okay, I need, to, I need you to give me a ride. Whatever he's like. First of all, um, I'm off duty. Secondly, like he had his baby sister in the back because Leo is a new guardian for his um, 11 year old sister. He's like 25, I believe, and she's 11 because their parents died. So he's the guardian. He's juggling with that. Plus, then this princess falls basically into his lap, as we say. And he's really grumpy. Like, he's a very grumpy guy. And she's, like, <laughs> a princess. Like, she's a pampered princess. Uh, so they both, like, kind of clash a bit about that because he thinks she's kind of stuck up. And she thinks he's just very rude. Um, but it's it's very cute. Like, I really liked a lot of everything about it. Especially, like, we also had an episode where it was about monarchies. And we were like, oh, monarchy should exist. Royalty sucks, which I agree completely, of course. Um, but Marie's country, Aldovia, is a constitutional monarchy. So she has the title and maybe like a bit of influence, but she's not like this ruler or this big, like, she's not part of a family of tyrants or anything like that. And no. her country actually makes money not by, like, they their main source of income is like by making custom watches that they sell like internationally like these very high-end watches <laughs> that cost like i don't know four hundred thousand euros or whatever um Whoa. that's that's literally their source of income it's very funny so, um, so they're making rm's watches <laughs> yeah they make the watches that the bts members wear exactly and so yeah like during marie's whole um trip in new york she hires leo to be her personal taxi driver and she pays him like an obscene amount of money for each day like i don't know i think it was five thousand dollars per day to just drive her around why can't i find somebody like that though (laughs) me make me a freak like that yeah yes for real Right? I, I don't I'm not a taxi driver, but I can drive you. I can drive you. I can't drive, but I'll I'll learn <laughs> for five hundred thousand dollars. Yo, you'll order the Uber for her. Um <laughs> but yeah, like it's it's bad, but also like he shows her around New York when she's busy. she's not um doing like princess stuff. And she also has fun with like the his baby sister. And it's just really wholesome, again, Hallmark movie vibes, except that this one is also pretty raunchy because uh, they, have, they have sense. They have sense, and it's very detailed and, like, <laughs> kind of sexy. And Marie, since she's always been, like, a sheltered princess and she hasn't had, like, much... Uh, opportunity to explore and whatnot like she 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 encounters Leo who likes like dirty talking and whatnot and she's like oh I I kind of like this can you can you keep doing that and then he's 
it's just so fun because it's corrupting oh, the princess yes exactly i love that type yes. of thing i really like this one uh because it, it feels very wholesome cute and fun but it also has really nice sex scene so it's a hallmark movie but they fuck and yeah, yeah. <laughs> So like better. It, was, it was great yeah <laughs> and it's also like hallmark movies are trash like i good trash i like trash. <laughs> but but these are like well plotted like i understand the motivations i understood like the the, the small breakup i understood everything like everything had its place and it it, it it makes sense because you know like it's an author normally when it's written uh it's kind of better tightly plotted and it, that's what happened here so yes uh if you want a holiday romance if you like hallmark movies and you want to see them fun then just read this book it's really nice and i am trying <laughs> to see the second one uh it's called a what's it called duke actually it's called duke actually and it's about this like playboy duke and this um Latina, because I'm pretty sure she's Latina. She has a Latina last name, so whatever, Hernandez. Uh, <laughs> and she's, like, given up on love forever. And he's, like, a Playboy Duke who keeps um, adding new master's degrees to his, like, education because he doesn't want to get married. And then they, like, both meet because she's doing a PhD. And it sounds really cool. And he was oh, also academic like, romances book. are good. Yeah, he was in the first book, and now he's gonna appear in the in the second one. So I'm excited for that one too. <laughs> Ooh, I love that romance. Sounds always good. gives us more. I think that my book is the tamest one of all of them. <laughs> That's really interesting. Yeah, I think Cause, so. Because because Adriana, yeah, uh, exactly. I think you have a, a pretty spicy one yourself. I love that one. I love the one you're gonna bring. I love the one you're gonna talk about. Yes, Listen. yes, please, please. <laughs> it's so good. I love this book. <laughs> the book that I brought, and okay, <laughs> <laughs> say it with pride. It's such a good book. It is. <laughs> I I read it constantly. Um. It's called Gifting Me to This Best Friend by Katie Robert. Um, it's a part of the Touch of Taboo series. So if you're familiar with this series, you should know what to sort of expect. It is an erotica novel. Um, and it's about this married couple and the guy's best friend are uh, in a cabin during the holidays spending like christmas that sort of thing together and what she's expecting is just to like stay near by the fire and read and you know flirt a little bit with the best friend because even though the the best friend, he's happily married. She's not like uh, unhappy in the marriage, but she feels some vibes coming from the best friend ever since he she like met him um, that maybe he's attracted to her mm-hmm. and. But she, she's also noticed that her husband is also sort of attracted to the best friend. So she, one night, she and her husband are making a chaka chaka. Doing a chaka chaka. I mean, that's one way to put it. Yeah. Chaka chaka. Um, and they start sort of talking about the best friend and in the middle of sex yeah and uh he she he's like so do you want him and she's like yeah (laughs) and he's like i'll talk to him and the two guys go to ski together and and when they come back he's like 
we discussed it it's gonna happen um oh and so that's why it's called gifting me to his best friend because the two guys end up sharing her during the Mm -hmm. holidays meanwhile she's trying to make her husband realize that he has feelings for the best friend um and she's like you're both using me like in the middle to not confront your feelings towards each other Mm-hmm. And there's there's literally a scene where they're all in a hot tub and I'm like, two guys sitting in a hot tub by Peter Parker are not gay. Um, I've only read one of her books from that Taboo series. Did I? It was the, the Your Dad Will Do, right? Yeah. Um, I already know that Katie writes really good. Um, this is, but this is, it's a full novel, this one. I They're all sort of novellas. She's busy. Yeah, she's in her bag. <laughs> she's she, in her bag. She she's now getting put pu- like not indie published. She's literally getting published by with source books, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. with the Neon Gods series. Yeah, Electric um, Idol is coming out. Yeah, and but yeah, this is maybe my favorite series of hers. It's it has a happy ending. There's a little bit of there's some light angst because of course the two guys don't want to confront their feelings towards each other and she's like we should all be together um which is also my response to a lot of love titles it's like you should all be together always um and with katie you're always safe if she if she's like if they have vibes together i'm gonna put them together she she knows when there's vibes there's vibes Mm -hmm. i'm excited Um, for katie's book in the in the God series, like mm-hmm. Patroclus, Achilles, and Helen. And Helen, yes. Oh, that's that, that's going to be a good time. I'm yeah. excited. I need another menage by her. It's been a while. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, when you try to find menage, like, romances, they're not done really well. They're not um, clear. Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll I usually recommendations if you want well we we've talked about um rebecca weatherspoon's um what's it called the harbor harbor Um, yeah and we've talked about uh cat we talked about another one katrina jackson katrina jackson oh yeah yeah. katrina does really good menage too yeah there's this really good one it's called i think it's called scorch um, it's a three. It's a trilogy, and all three of them are menage. Um, mm. And I think they're all based on like restaurants and stuff. And it has mm. that same aspect where it's like two guys who are really close, and then they kind of meet someone and they mm-hmm. date separately for a little bit. But they're all just like, "This isn't something's missing." And eventually, they all either bang in the beginning <laughs> of the book or at the end. But um, all three but of it them happens. have that same yeah. vibe and they're all extremely good that oh it's called sizzle by whitley green and it's the sizzle tv series there's three of them they're all kind of novellas and yeah uh, that same vibe same vibe and it sword crossing absolutely yeah like, you you're a godsend all... yes um love that so we had a bad girl, good girl romance with the top. Bad boy, bad boy. Bad boy, sorry. Bad boy, good yeah. girl romance. And then we had a royal holiday romance with a with a grumpy man and a princess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got some weird ass alien stuff happening. Yeah. <laughs> Humans trying to be human in space. <laughs> um and just good old menage. <laughs> I mean, good, old, good old polyamory you know? yes polyamory yeah, look at the range, range. We there's so much things. range yes absolutely um, yeah at at the end of the episode we usually ask a question uh amongst ourselves and to our guest um and i guess my question because it is within the spirit of the holiday what's your favorite thing about the holidays Mariam? Me, I just honestly, if I'm being honest, I just like having free time. 
because uh, I am a perpetual student and holidays is when I stop studying. And uh, because I have so many memories of my mom and I just bonding over like holiday movies and stuff. So that's what I like, you know, the nostalgia about it all. What about you? Me, I like one, the food, and two, getting to spend time with family. Yay, that's kind of cheesy, but yeah. Why didn't I say that? Puerto Rican food <laughs> during the holidays slaps. It slaps. It's the best. Wait, what do you, you guys have? Arroz con gandules, pernil, lechon, um, pasteles, coquito, uh, coquito, mm. flan, eh, oh. tres leches, tembleque, majarete, um, dulce, morcilla. It's also it's also asopao season. <laughs> it's also <laughs> pau season <laughs> and it's yeah, just we're also just annoyingly loud during the holidays we are like like in puerto rico we have the longest holidays ever it lasts like two months without lying and <laughs> it's just like families you you've never seen like you haven't seen your family maybe in a whole entire year but they will appear at your house uh to celebrate whatever holiday it is with you and they'll stay in your house until like i don't know 3 a.m and be annoyingly loud the whole time and that's how it is uh and everyone yeah. will get really wasted okay <laughs> family drama when they're all wasted the they're all so wasted oh my god so much music so much alcohol so much food so much. <laughs> it's exhausting by the end of it you're kind of like Oh, man. It is exhausting. I mean, I don't do much, to be honest, around my house. Um, And with cooking, my grandma is very impatient with me. (laughs) So she's like, no, you don't have to do this at all. You can just, like, do the dishes and stuff like that. So I get get away with not doing much. Um, But I do love the food. And I love that... um, that we get to eat that food for like a month because <laughs> it's like the day of like Noche Buena, Christmas, and then every single day until the food is gone. Perfect. And it's great because you have it in like here in Mexico, we have tortas, which is like sandwich. It's yeah. Um, <laughs> um, with that, we can have it with tortillas. We can have it on its own. Um, some people like, uh, especially um, bacalao. I don't know. I think it's Oh, codfish. we love bacalao. No, we love bacalao here. We do bacalao here. Oh, okay. Great. Yes. Yay. Mm-hmm. I, so good. It's and so good. Some people like it cold. Other people like it warm. And mm-hmm. it's just like the variety is great. My grandma is a fantastic cook. And it's just, I, I just really like getting together. And like reflecting on on the year and the blessings and yeah, I I I enjoy the the family and the food um, mostly because like Santa doesn't come to this house anymore, <laughs> so I don't get presents. But you know, <laughs> we're old enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cam, Cam, oh, what? Yeah. What, what do about I like your... about the holidays? Um, yeah. So I've actually been spending most of the holidays working for a while. So this is a good time. This is like one of the last Christmas I did. No, I didn't spend it with my family. Never mind. Yeah, no, I haven't spent Christmas with my family in a bit. So I'm going to spend it with my family this time. And I'm very excited um, because you guys know Puerto Rican Christmas is very different it's and after coming back um from living in the states like the difference is even bigger like christmas already started in my house me and my grandma she has been like going to every time we go to walmart to get groceries we haven't put up a tree in years and my grandma decided this year we were gonna put one up so it's up we have a tree with the same decorations that they bought the year i was born 
<laughs> so they're they're like really old vintage Disney decorations um, that they got when I was born. But yeah, we've been decorating the house and we're just excited to spend Christmas together again. I'm excited to get drunk with my family. <laughs> my family's a lot of fun. I have a lot of cousins. This was a fun episode. I love talking with y'all. Um, Me too. Can I just say something really quick? Yeah. Well, okay. So these means a lot to me because um, Cam, I think, yeah, Cam was the first one that I followed out of all of us tonight. Um, and Cam was also like the reason why I like got into like adult romance um, with, I remember specifically was Rebecca Weatherspoon. I don't know what books you were recommending. It but was they definitely were Haven. <laughs> I think, yeah. yeah it was definitely it was, Haven. And I got it and like, I just associate. I remember talking to you about these books. I remember. It was a good yeah. time. I do, I remember. Yeah. If, we were, if we're losing it over these books. I need to reread them. Oh my God, I need to reread these. If we're There's throwing books. flowers at Cam, we should, I should also say that cam was literally my first follower on my book twitter they were oh. the one who was like you should make a book twitter um join us in the dark side do i regret <laughs> it remains to be seen but <laughs> it's, because it's of been cam, a new world <laughs> it's because of cam that i'm connected with marianne that i'm connected with paula this is all you know Stop. the universe conspiring um and don't cry uh Cam i've been having a really me. rough time so this means a lot thank you, you 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 also helped me when i started to get into like sensitivity reading um so this is us a, a sort of christmas gift to you as yes. well for all that you've done Cam for us and within our yeah you guys have always been so great yeah. i've always yeah, been like, your cheerleader right now whenever i see you guys do new things and it's been fun that i had this opportunity to come and share my crazy indie my my crazy recommendation for the holidays but the that it's also you guys have that i i introduced you guys but you guys have given me an outlet to come i guess come back and talk about we something that you, i've always loved i love you guys yeah so we love you yeah love you guys so much it's been an honor it's been a, it's been a lot of fun and i will act i will definitely have to read not read listen to all of these while i play animal crossing because this is just exactly the type of content i like <laughs> let's let's wrap up then um Camila, you should probably tell us uh you know social media where can we find you um right now i am on twitter as yeah i'm pretty sure i'm under it's like consensual but cam sensual with oh. an underscore at the end and um i think i i'm on tiktok right now which is a completely different username. It's Cam Emi. <laughs> so it's Cam dot I M I Cam Emi. But I'm not. I don't think I'm on anything else right now. I'm trying to take a break. I'm too overwhelmed. But you can <laughs> definitely find me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we're grateful for that. Um, Marianne, do you want to plug your your own? Yes. Yes. Of course. Um, also, I have a Twitter. Um, at bookish Borigua. and yeah just just follow me there i have a link on my bio <laughs> of everything else i'm too lazy to list it all <laughs> so yeah just follow me on twitter mostly. we've been talking for a really long time yeah, yeah. i'm just thinking about when we have to, when 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 i have to edit a, edit all of this so i'm just <laughs> like trying to cut out <laughs> as much yeah, as I can. yeah. Well, what about you um adri so you can find me at Barigua Reads on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. Look for my information, bodyquareads.com. There you have everything about me uh, and how you can hire me. Yeah. Paula. Yes. Uh, you can find me at Gerrar, that's G-U-E-R-R-E-R-A-W-R, on Twitter and Instagram. I have a book blog, which is exciting because I have my 100th 
post going up soon. It's about something exciting. Um, that's lovepaola.wordpress.com with Paola, Paola with two A's at the end. Um, I have a booktube channel where I do lots of author interviews and I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. Thank you once again to Cam for joining us today. This was a very special episode. Um, so please share, rate the podcast, leave us a review. Please do it. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Mapping Tropes and Instagram at Mapping the Tropes. You can also contact us via email, mappingthetropes at gmail.com. If you have any trope ideas or things you believe we should cover, or if you just like to get in touch with us, and or maybe just be a guest. Be your guest. Be your guest. <laughs> and we will be going on a holiday break as we mentioned before Puerto Rican holidays last very long and we would like to enjoy them as much as possible <laughs> and yeah so we will be coming back in the new year and we have brand new ideas and things we will like to touch upon the next you know the, the new new season in our life exactly. new year new us <laughs> so that's what we're gonna exactly. be doing And uh, of course, before we close off, once again, thank you so much, Camila, for coming, uh, for being here, for subjecting us to the alien romance. Um, we love you so much. <laughs> we love you. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Oh Thanks for listening, that, everyone. And thank you. The tropes, baby. Thank baby. You. Baby. Baby. <laughs>